A beautiful, rather warm for February morning has come to Augustus, Illinois. At the Bay Ridge Hotel in Melanie Suite, Melanie and Stephen walk over to the desk. For this episode, the role of Melanie will be played by Karen Neville. Thank you for stopping by. Of course. So, what can I do for you now? Well, I have some news to share with you. News that I think will make you very happy. Okay, I'm intrigued. Do tell. I've decided to take part in the Alzheimer's drug trial in Germany. And if I get in, I want you to come with me. At Lakin's apartment in the living room, Caitlin enters the room talking on her cell phone. I'm sorry I couldn't join you for your family's breakfast. I just can't seem to get rid of this headache. Anyway, let me know how it goes. I love you so much. Caitlin then hangs up from the call. Oh, I guess that's my food. Thank God the Tasty Bean delivers breakfast. Sky? Hello, Caitlin. Well, I guess there's no chance that my headache is going away anytime soon. Great. What do you want from me anyway? At the Tasty Bean Cafe in the main area, Danielle and JJ are sitting across from one another at a table. Both of them are drinking a cup of coffee. Thank you for meeting me. I'm just sorry that I had to pull you away from your lover. Please, don't ever call Antoine that again. We're in a good place. However, I don't think I ever want to hear you say the word lover ever again. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Anyway, you called this little meeting, so what's up, sis? Well, I have some sad news to share, and I'm sorry to do it before you have to jump behind that counter and work in about half an hour. What's going on? Tell me. Tell me right now. JJ, our childhood home is going to be demolished very soon. Back at the Bay Ridge Hotel in the lobby, Christopher is sitting at the bar area drinking a cup of green tea. As he takes a sip, Leslie rushes up to him. When were you planning to tell me that you were looking at a penthouse here in town? A taken aback Christopher looks up at Leslie, questioning what he should say next. At CH Advertising in Colin's office, Isabella enters the office, looking around to see if anyone is in the room. She then walks over to Colin's desk and opens the filing drawer attached to the desk. She begins to flip through the files, one after another. It's gotta be here somewhere. What the hell are you doing? A shocked Isabella looks up to see Emma standing at the entryway to the office.
At the central grill in the dining area, Miranda, Andrew, Graham, Alex, and Lakin all sit down at a table in the center of the restaurant. Thank you for letting me tag along, everyone. Of course, Andrew. It's a pleasure to finally meeting you. Same to you, Graham. So, Uncle Graham, tell us all about what life was like in India. I'm excited to hear about what you did over there. Well, India was a great place to live, but... Uh... Tell Alex and Lakin the truth, brother. You had the time of your life. For this episode, the role of Alex is temporarily being played by Kevin Caliber. I bet Mom is telling the truth here. You might as well own up to it all. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's true. I did have the time of my life there. So what brought you back here? Besides another divorce, well, I've... I'm back to close a business deal. A deal that will bring this city into a new era. Oh, do tell. Yeah, Graham, I think we're all very interested to hear about this deal that you've got going. At the community park in the private area, Stephanie and Jonah sit down on the bench. I'm surprised I was able to peel you away from your work. Same here. I feel like I've been chained to my desk. I bet. I did pick up the most recent issue of Opulence Monthly. I have to admit that you did a great job. <laughs> you bought a fashion magazine to check up on me? <laughs> kind of. Well, thanks for the sale. Anytime. So, why did you want to meet with me today? As you know, I'm writing a book. I take it I'm included in this book of yours? Yes. In a way, I want to fully heal my reputation. That is why I'm hoping you'll sign off on letting me tell the story. And of course, I would let you read the chapters that concern you before the book is published. <laughs> chapters? You were a big part of my life. There's no denying that. Very true. Okay. Deal. Seriously? Yes. As long as I can make any corrections that I need to. If I need to, rather. You can edit anything you want. If what I write doesn't fit the true narrative. Thanks. So what happens now? I'm glad you asked. I would like to interview you. You would? Yes. I want to get your side of the story. Will you let me interview you for my book? It's one thing to write my version of events, but it's a whole nother thing to have your side of the story. Back at the Bay Ridge Hotel in Melanie's suite. Melanie, I think that this is a step in the right direction. Where your health is concerned, I think this will be all very, very beneficial to you. I love your optimism. You know, it hasn't been easy for me to let you into my life after all this time. I know. However, after the way that Donovan treated me, I just really needed a friend. And I hope that wherever he is, he just knows that my life has moved on in a big way. Yes, it has. And that's because you're an amazing woman filled with so much fight. We've overcome so much. Hopefully the past can now be in our rear view mirror. Right. Gunner, 
going away was a big part of that too. Yes, it was. Even though I feel so bad for my sister, I feel as though I can breathe a sigh of relief these days. The hope for the drug trial will give you the same feeling and where your health is concerned. I hope that it will too. Anyway, you better go get packing. Right. So, uh, when do you want to leave? Shortly after Colin's wedding. I didn't realize he's getting married so soon. Yeah, it was decided not too long ago. If you want, I can take plenty of pictures for you on our son's big day. I love that. Melanie and Steven smile on at one another, hopeful for what's to come. Back at CH Advertising in Colin's office, Isabella walks over to Emma. I'm sorry. First off, you must be Emma. I am. Who are you? Isabella Reed. I'm Colin's new assistant. I see. Why were you looking through his private things? He wanted me to grab a file. I swear that he gave me all the access that I needed. I bet. I'll be running this by my fiancé. No need. Emma steps aside as Colin enters the office on his motorized wheelchair. Honey, thank you for looking out for me. However, I did give Isabella permission to go through my filing cabinet. I'm sorry, Isabella. No need to apologize. It was just a simple misunderstanding. Look, um, I have to get back to work. Certainly. Isabella walks out of the office. I'm so sorry that I snapped at your brand new assistant. It happens. She has a thick skin anyway. I can tell. What brings you to the office today? Is everything okay at Connor's daycare? Or did something happen with your mom? Oh, God, yes, don't worry. Look, everything's fine with our son, and there's no issues with my mom. In fact, she's coming home tonight. She felt bad that she had to stay on the farm just a tad longer than planned. No problem. I understand. And that is exactly what I told her. Now, I came here so we could begin planning our wedding with one another. Just give Mitzi Passanante a call. She'll take care of everything. I love Mitzi. I do. I just think we need to scrap our original wedding plans and start fresh. You know, I think I think we need to make our own plans that are not influenced by the so-called legendary Mitzi Passanante. <laughs> I like the way you think. We'll have a seat. We'll get to work. Wonderful. I can't believe that our wedding is just two weeks away. We have so much to go over. Yet there's no other person in the world that I'd rather go over it with. I feel the same way. What should we discuss first? Location, location. Location. <laughs> Back at the Bay Ridge Hotel in the lobby, Leslie takes a seat next to Christopher. I was going to tell you soon. I, I'm still not sure if I'm going to move here. However, what I can tell you is that the hospital I work for back in Denver has been in close contact with the hospital here. Memorial Hospital needs a new head of pediatrics, and I have thought about taking the position. 
And while I was at the medical conference, I schmoozed a little bit. I'm sure that you did. Look, I feel like there's something for me here. Yet I also think that there's some trouble on the horizon for me if I stay. As Leslie is about to say another word to question the situation, Christopher cuts her off. I'll fill you in later. Just know that it has something to do with a girl in my life. Woman troubles. Coming out of your life, that does not surprise me. (laughs) Thanks. Anyway, at least I can balance that woman trouble by falling for a woman who seems a tad more calm. Anyone I know? Well, she's a pretty big deal these days, being the head of the fashion magazine and all. Wait a minute. Are you having a fling with Stephanie Markham? Wow. I guess I don't have to play 20 questions with you after all. Christopher, I'm being serious here. Is it her? Yeah. Why does it matter to you? Because even though I've forgiven her somewhat for what she did to our family, she's still my sworn enemy. You cannot date her. What in the world did this Stephanie Markham ever do to you? (laughs) Where do I even begin? Uh, How about I start with when she seduced my father on the eve of the third anniversary of my mom's passing? No matter how much time passes, I will always believe that she is a classic manipulator who cannot be trusted. And I hope that what I say to you will wake you up. Back at the community park in the private area. I appreciate you letting me tell my side of the story this time around. It was oddly freeing. I bet. Thank you for letting me record the interview as well. I don't like somebody to confuse my words. (sighs) As much fun as this has been, I do have to get back to the office. Why don't you take a break from that office for once? My goal is to be the next Anna Wintour. I can't rest until that happens. That's a big goal, but if anyone can make it happen, it's you. Thank you. Jonah and Stephanie stand from the bench. So when will you have the chapters about us written? You can expect a rough draft in at least a month. That's a quick turnaround. It's the only thing I've been working on. Be sure to get out more, okay? Thanks for checking up on me. By the way, I see you're wearing those beautiful earrings again. To my knowledge, you haven't taken them off since the day I admired them at the Central Grill. They truly must mean a lot to you. Well, the family member who gave them to me is someone I hold close to my heart. My mom gave me these, actually. Your mom? I don't understand. Stephanie, your mom passed away, didn't she? Oh, uh, yes. I'm referring to my uh, foster mom, not my biological mother. Of course, uh, Cindy was my longest-running foster mother. and She took care of me from the time I was um, nine to the time I was 18. Cindy seems like an amazing woman. She is. I'm happy to have her in my life still. I bet. Anyway, I gotta get going. Sure thing. Bye, Jonah. Bye. Well, I guess it's time I find a publisher for my book. And I guess I need to also come up with a title. Back at the Tasty Bean Cafe in the main area, JJ hands Danielle's cell phone back to her after having looked at a photo. I just want to know when our childhood home became such a worn out place. Same here. Do you remember Tyrone? Of course. 
he is now the town maintenance man. He has been trying to keep up with the house and the property, yet he just couldn't make it a priority anymore. I don't blame him. He got kids, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a good father and a good man, and I can't thank him enough, at least giving us the opportunity to say goodbye to our house. Thank God for that. Do you mind if we bring Antoine? You want to bring him? Are you sure? Yeah. We've connected on a whole new level recently. And I feel as though before we can move forward, he needs to know. He needs to know about my past. And I need to make peace with that house. Back at the central grill in the dining area, Graham takes a sip from his teacup and then sets the cup back down in front of him. Might as well tell all of you before you hear it from the media. What are you up to that would need media coverage? I am renovating and rebooting the Oakwood neighborhood. What do you mean by renovating and rebooting? Is this city going to put in more historic artifacts? I mean, Elkwood is already filled with them. That's what brings the neighborhood its charm and value. Couldn't agree more. All right. Do not hold back from us, Graham. I can't wait to hear about your plans. Well, the city and I have been looking over the neighborhood itself. It isn't pulling in the profit it used to. And that is why we've decided to tear most of it down and build up new businesses. Now, we will still leave its historic charm. However, I feel that if we continue to move forward, we can- Graham, how could you possibly want to do something like this? This could be absolutely horrific for your reputation. I also can't believe the city is going to back you up on this. I think you'll also have quite the fight on your hands from business owners. Well, I already do from one. Her name is Lenore Parkhurst. She owns that coffee house. Lenore is a good family friend. She's owned the Tasty Bean for as long as I can remember. You know, before anyone says anything else here, I, I have to say that I side with Graham here. Andrew, can I speak with you for a minute? I guess. Excuse us, everyone. Miranda and Andrew stand from the table and walk off towards the entrance of the establishment for some privacy. What do you think you're doing? What do you mean? I brought you to this breakfast in hopes that you would just enjoy the company of my family. I am. A little bit too much. And why do you say that? Because it seems as though you're trying to get into my brother's business plans. Miranda, I'm unemployed, yet I was never disbarred. Now that means you have an in for your brother when it comes to legal representation. Now I'm trying to see if there's a position for me in this business for that very reason. I just want to help him. We both know that you only want to get your reputation back on track. Don't get me wrong. I'm fine with that. I want you to get your life back on track. I want you to live up to something more. However, do not lie to me. I can see your intentions from a mile away. Don't insult my intelligence. I am not trying to insult your intelligence. I would never undermine you like that. Fine. Okay. All right. Let's say that I'll just go ahead and believe you for once. 
The least you could do is not get involved with my brother's business dealings. I'm trying to keep business and pleasure separate. I never got the chance to do that with Jonah. It was all about politics in our marriage. I don't want that to happen to us, Andrew. I love you too much for that. You love me? Yeah, I said it. Don't get all sappy on me. I won't. But I love you too. I really do, Miranda. Well, let's not keep them waiting. I've got to make a call real quick. Don't be too long. Miranda smiles and then walks off. Andrew then retrieves his cell phone from the breast pocket of his suit jacket. He dials a number and then places the phone up to his ear. Gunner, it's me. I'm glad you got that burner phone I sent you. Look, I'm really trying to focus on this whole Emma plan, but I really need more direction. Really? You want me to do that? Uh, okay. Yeah. I can take care of that. Bye. Andrew hangs up from the call. Alrighty. Operation Eliminate Emma Jensen. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Back at Lakin's apartment in the living room. I'm not inviting you in if that's what you want. <sighs> no need. This will only take a second, Caitlin. What will? Sky reaches into her purse and pulls out the ring that Caitlin gave to her on her 18th birthday. She then hands it over to Caitlin. What is this about? It's about me separating myself from you. It's about me finding a way to move on. I am tired of fighting with you and Lakin 24-7. I've owned up to what I did. I know it was, it was wrong. I know that I've caused a lot of trouble. I just want this to end. I'm over it. Really? Yes. And if you want to believe me, then that's great. This isn't some sort of trick, is it? No, this isn't a trick. It's me being 100% open with you. Look, I've got to go, though. I have an appointment at the salon to get to. Sky nods and then walks off. What the hell does she have planned? I know that Sky would never give up this easily, especially not after all the destruction she caused last year. Back at CH Advertising in Colin's office, Colin is sitting in his wheelchair as Emma is sitting next to him on the couch, putting her iPad back into her purse. Ugh, I can't believe we've planned our whole wedding. I am so excited for everyone to see what we've come up with. Me too. It's going to be the best day of both of our lives. I couldn't agree more. And I also can't wait to see what Chef Pierre cooks up for our rehearsal dinner. Wow. What? I just can't believe we get a rehearsal dinner. It shows us how close we are to our big day. I always meant for it to come much earlier. Colin, don't beat yourself up over that. You didn't cause yourself to go into a coma after you were shot. You didn't cause my premature labor. There has always been obstacles in our way that were out of our control. And I'm not saying that there will never be any more obstacles. I mean, however, our love is much stronger now. We can survive anything that is thrown our way. I believe so too. 
Our life together has never been easy. We've had to fight through a lot of stuff to get to where we are now. Yet as I look back, I think that all the fighting has made us stronger. It most certainly has. I think I should go call Connor's daycare and make sure that he went down for a nap today. Honey, I can take care of that. I know, but I want to. Emma smiles and then gets up from the couch and goes to the door to open it for Colin. Colin then exits the office on his motorized wheelchair. Emma then shuts the door and turns around, twirling her engagement ring. Well, 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 look at that. I'm finally getting everything I have ever wanted. <laughs> I have a healthy baby boy. I have the man of my dreams in my orbit. And our main obstacle, his father is out of the way. Sorry that I ended up turning you into the FBI, Gunner. I just wish you could have known that it was me. <laughs> the look on your face would have been so priceless. Emma then walks over to Colin's desk and picks up a framed photograph of her, Colin, and Connor. Emma then smiles and holds the framed photograph close to her chest. The start of something new. This has been Forever and a Day. Created by Casey S. Hutchison, co-executive producer Candace Mack, co-executive producer Casey S. Hutchison, written by Casey S. Hutchison, Candace Mack, and Emmy Morgan, consultant Tom Racina, music and sound effects provided by Fesselian Studios and Soundstripe, theme song provided by Soundstripe. This episode starred Karen Nebel as Melanie Walters, Aaron Clark as Stephen Langenfeld. Christina Sullivan as Stephanie Markham, Matthew Preston as Jonah Bennett, Candace Mack as Danielle Frazier, Sherard Jackson as Jesse J.J. Frazier, Quinn Van Antwerp as Colin Harper, Jean Young as Emma Jensen, Ashley Stewart as Isabella Reed, Frank DeCopolis as Andrew Rutledge, Renee Saran as Miranda Williams, Ron Schnitker as Graham Williams, Kevin Caliber as Alex Bennett, Anna Burmeister as Lakin Bennett, Lucretia Lyon as Caitlin Harper, Mackenzie Bell as Sky Parkhurst, Lance Guzman as Christopher Marshall, Kalia Davis as Leslie Marshall Bennett. Join us next Monday for an all-new episode of Forever in a Day on Anchor, FAADseries.com, and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement.